Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Like any growing industry, podcasting needs to appeal to a younger audience, if only to keep replenishing supply as, well, natural attrition occurs, shall we say. The good news is, the kids love podcasts. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Recently, an early data point from Edison Research's Share of Ear report was released that, if I'm honest, it's a little hard to believe because it showed podcasting kicking the pants out of AM, FM radio. And now, okay, maybe you don't think that's a really big deal, but I assure you, that is a very big deal. Let me be a little specific, or really specific, because sometimes these stats and figures can be misinterpreted. I'm not immune to that. So I'll put a link to the actual chart that was shared in the episode details, and it'll, I'll also embed the image in the article on the website if you can, so you can examine that at your, at your own leisure. But for your ears, the data point is laser-focused. It shows that last year, 2021, 13 to 24-year-olds, the kids, if you will, spent more than twice as much time listening to podcasts as they did to AM radio when consuming spoken word content. Specifically, they said that they spent 35% of their time with podcasts compared to only 16% of their time with AM FM radio. That's really big. Now, let me shine a light on two of those points. First, this is about spoken word audio only. This is not about media consumed of all everything, right? So that's not time spent with music. That's not time spent watching movies, time spent reading books. None of that stuff is factored in here. So you could think of this as time with talk radio versus time with talk podcast, if that helps you. Because, you know, not all radio is talk, but almost all of podcasting is talk. Secondly, this is about 13 to 24-year-olds. A mix of not yet and, you know, the freshest consumer generation, if you will. We have now an entire generation that will very likely carry that preference, that listening preference forward and further increase their reliance on podcasting. So what has me so excited about this? Well, I'll tell you right after this. This episode is brought to you by Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout helps you launch a successful podcast with powerful tools, in-depth podcasting guides, and remarkable support. Learn why Buzzsprout is trusted by over 100,000 podcasters at buzzsprout.com. 
Hey, it's Evo. Thanks so much for listening to Podcast Pontifications. Whether you're brand new to the show and to me, or if you've been listening since the very beginning so many years ago. If you like what you're hearing, please share it with another podcaster you know. My mission with Podcast Pontifications is to make podcasting better by inspiring serious podcasters like you. So, if you feel inspired, share the show with another serious podcaster. Send them to podcastpontifications.com. And thanks again. My excitement around this centers on two main themes. First is the organic nature of what happened. Look, there wasn't a centralized podcast consortium formed a decade ago that had aims on getting an entire generation to switch their spoken word preference. They did it on their own. An entire generation who have discovered podcasting is a preferred method of entertainment, information, and education, at least when spoken word is concerned. They discovered on their own that podcasts give them what they want, more than what they want, from the radio. But I still hear you out there. You're saying, yeah, well, yeah, Evo, why would the kids listen to the radio anymore? And, okay, you're right. This data point just proves that. And it also leads me to the second excitement-inducing theme. Where consumption habits go, so flows the investment. Investment in content creation that aims directly at this generation. Continued investment spread out over years in content creation that ages up with this generation too. Now, some of that investment is going to be made by other media publishers, including radio networks and radio stations, as they react to this news. People have been ringing radio's death knell for the better part of my entire existence on the planet, and the overall industry has proven itself to be rather resilient, so I'll not do that today. In fact, I'm confident that they're going to rise to this challenge, but likely in a way that makes them pivot to podcasting more and more with their content, as well as start making podcast-specific content. Look, radio has the skills. They have the advertising dollars, and for them... Making the pivot to podcasting is fairly straightforward. And those publisher-funded initiatives, as those things hit podcasting, more and more money is going to follow. More advertising dollars for sure, and more money invested in innovations to make podcast advertising more efficient and more effective. More business models to try and monetize the hard-to-monetize long-tail end of podcasting. Plus more money and more innovation among the tools and services that a new generation of podcasters will use to make and distribute their podcasts? More money and more innovation amongst the tools and services a new generation of podcast listeners will use to find and consume podcasts. That's what has me so excited about this data point. So, how do you do, fellow kids? With that, I shall be back directly with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. Podcast Pontifications is written and narrated by Evo Terra. He's on a mission to make podcasting better. Links to everything mentioned in today's episode are in the notes section of your podcast listening app. 
A written-to-be-read article based on today's episode is available at podcastpontifications.com, where you'll also find a video version and a corrected transcript, both created by Ali Press. Podcast Pontifications is a production of Simpler Media. Find out more at simpler.media. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.